This is the Authentic Dating series brought to you by Ahmad and David. Where we explore what it takes to have a dating life you're excited about. Hey guys, I'm David. I'm Ahmad. And this is the Authentic Dating series. This podcast is for anyone wanting to better understand themselves, their feelings, and learn how to create beautiful relationships in their lives. In this first episode, we really want to give you a feel of who David and I are um, and, and what our experiences with dating is. Mm. Uh, so, Dave, if you can just tell us a bit about yourself and what, what is your experience with dating? Thank you, Ahmed. Uh, so my experience is that, you know, I was a dating coach for, for a little while, which was an incredibly enjoyable experience for me. I've been pretty prolific in the dating world. I've been on easily kind of over 200 dates. But it, where it all kind of started for me was at the age of 16, kind of meeting a girl and totally falling in love with her and having an amazing relationship and losing my virginity and all those things and then having my heart completely broken when we kind of broke up and went our our separate ways at like 17 years old but you know that age is just like means absolutely everything to you so kind of fast forward a few months and I went off to university and you know just went there the idea of just enjoying myself and studying really hard and learning a lot and just not really focus on women at all. And kind of within my first term, finding that, you know, I was meeting just so many people on a day-to-day basis and also meeting a lot of women and really getting along really well with them and find that they were actually quite attracted to me, much to my surprise at the time, and end up kind of dating and sleeping with multiple women, going from like, you know, sleeping with one and being really honest and saying, I don't really want a relationship. And before I knew it, like I said, I was kind of sleeping with multiple women and, this kind of became a bit of a pattern for my life actually, um, throughout my life after that, where I was kind of going from dating multiple women to getting into relationships and kind of ending relationships and being single and kind of going back and forth. So what's kind of come out of that as well is that, you know, with the dating coaching, giving a lot of advice to men for kind of easy over 10 years now and coincided with along with that is also my kind of, my career, my day to, my kind of day job in technology, which is not something you kind of associate with uh, dating coaches traditionally. Um, and it is a very different kind of world to, to that world I was doing now. But then a few years ago, now I decided that I wanted to kind of take a break from from just kind of the London life and just kind of travel the world for a while. So I settled with my then girlfriend and traveled for, the two of us traveled for a year together and sadly we broke up from a, from a great relation that we had. And went our separate ways and I traveled on for six months on my own uh, through kind of South America and into Central America. But what really I got out of that traveling was just the ability to really, and the experience of just connecting with people on a day-to-day basis, meeting people and just meeting some amazing people, interesting people and learning a huge amount about just the human experience of life. But also connecting with people on the level where there's not that fear and concern of, what do people think of you? Who are they? What are you going to be like? It's just kind of connecting a level of with two human beings here who just want to talk to each other. It was just, yeah, beautiful. So many beautiful experiences. And I kind of come back to London and felt super connected to, to all my friends and, and what they were dealing with. And, you know, this kind of looking back from that to where I was kind of, you know, easily kind of 10, 15 years ago, where I was just feeling really like I didn't really know how I felt. I was having a lot of disconnected relationships, you know, like I was saying, like sleeping with women, but not really feeling connected to them and not really feeling a huge affinity, but just doing it because it felt like it's the thing that you should kind of do as a young man. 
to now where I feel like super connected with myself and what I love and, and my own feelings most of all and what I love doing and also to the, the women that I meet now really getting to know them and really kind of building that kind of like trust and connection between when between us so of course like you know like I said I love meeting people and of course women along the way through life and it's been just amazing I've you know I feel like I've lived an amazing life but so to come back to the series I've just been tangent talking about myself but uh, what I really feel like I bring to this series is being used to kind of having women in my life and being around women and having women that are kind of attracted to me and me being attracted to them and also being used to kind of dating multiple women also sleeping with women and not being kind of deeply ashamed of that being my reality but the flip side of that is that a lot of the time I've been really fearful around being in kind of committed relationships but yet still kind of getting them and pushing past that and you know to a certain degree I still feel that fear even to this day so AJ you know enough about me where where are you coming from thanks Dave so actually, in contrast to, to David, I was uh, super shy uh, growing up and my experience with women, uh, I can only say I was very clueless up until my early 20s and I'm now 34. Uh, the big change came for me was when I was at university and there was a point where I became frustrated, upset uh, at the fact that I just didn't feel that I had the balls to go out by myself and um and talk to people i like i just you know and i was at university in nottingham um university in in the uk and it's very well known uh for having a great party scene and um there i was and i just felt like with with all my friends that i had there they were busy that night and i couldn't go out and uh, i just felt stuck and i actually broke down on the phone to a friend of mine um a good an old school friend of mine on the phone and and was just like you know i had to change and so from from that point onwards uh, there was like a fire in me and i just did, i was determined to change and i i started like reading uh, any advice online uh, i started attending courses and just challenging myself by going out there and pushing myself socially to speak to people uh, and it's actually just interesting because what comes back to me now is that some friends of mine at university at the time they uh, tried to sit me down um, I wouldn't sit down but they tried to sit me down and say hey man are you sure what you're doing is the right way because you're reading these things online and and uh, you're actually upsetting people <laughs> and uh, I just remember thinking at the time like wow like as I look back but I remember thinking at the time like um, I just I don't you know I just, I just want to change like that I just wanted to I didn't want to be frustrated anymore i wanted to change and then you know the other thing uh that that really helped me over the years was uh, was david in fact um so david and i have known each other since high school mm. uh and dave you used to call me stiff yeah he was a bit stiff you know he kind of almost like he's almost walked around like a, a bit of a robot even the way he's turned his head was stiff <laughs> there you go so i wasn't aware but um but so i was very stiff uh back in high school and and, and in my personality and my expressiveness from that point in university i you know i still had plenty of frustrations over the years as i learned to deal with my nervousness um and overcoming that and and um and just all the rejections that of you know going up to, to women in clubs and just being so overly nervous and coming across as just i don't know what the right word is but wet comes to mind uh, and yeah just not just you know just totally not in in the right sort of frame and and definitely not what you know anything like david was talking about his university experience um 
but you know by doing that i grew i evolved and i i dated different women not as many as dave again but uh, i i did go out there and i discovered my own way and over time things became a lot simpler uh eventually uh i too you know found myself in a position to be teaching other men and along with david we we you know we taught you know, guys who were students to like successful businessmen and even a few women along the way in in regards to overcoming their troubles with dating uh, and I've always just believed that um, whatever I learn or whatever I achieve, I can teach someone else how to do. Uh, and in 2010, I created an event to teach men how to be more expressive and confident in dating. And David and I actually ran that event for three years. And, and more than anything, we did it because we like to help. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and uh, it was actually greatly appreciated by a lot of men uh, and even, some, again, some women too. Sadly, though, uh, we stopped that event when my, my uh, mother died in 2012 and then I turned all my focus to Family Matters. So in many ways, I really feel like this podcast and what we're uh, setting out to do here is a kind of reincarnation of what our intention was with that event and, and trying to um, help other men out there who need help, need help <laughs> or feel like, you know, they could use some guidance with dating. Um, and what I'm bringing into this series is my personal experience of my journey uh, of, uh, you know, having been a guy who was incredibly shy, uh, incredibly clueless um, and, and act, you know, and being able to get to a point where I, you know, I'm now in a position where I'm, I'm in a cool relationship. Uh, it really is fun. Uh, it's very fulfilling. Uh, I don't think I've ever had such a um connected relationship before where i just feel things are a lot easier and i can just express what i want and, and she can express what she wants and we're both very cool um i'm also bringing uh, my understanding for for any guy out there or, or woman who feels stuck and unfulfilled in who they are and um, or even in their dating life uh, and i just want to add as well like even though I've traveled this journey, I've, I've come a long way in myself and stuff, I still can feel very nervous um, when I'm out and about. The only difference is now is that it just doesn't stop me as much as it would have in, uh, in, in the past. Um, and I'm just a lot freer in my life. Mm. Definitely, nerves never go away. Like, you know, whatever you're doing, if you ever believe that, you know, you're going to get to this heavenly place where you're not nervous or scared. That just doesn't go away. There's the fear and the worry and the nerves. They never disappear. They just, they, they get a bit less, but you just have to, you just react to them less. You kind of push through to do what it is that really matters to you and is important to you. So to give you a bit of an explanation about the podcast series and what to expect, we're going to be kind of exploring the idea of authenticity in dating and relationships. And it's like, we're, we're just two guys, really. Two regular guys who've been on the journey of life and have just had a lot of experience in just living and doing things and failing and falling over and, 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 and breaking and, and pissing people off and making people really happy all along the way. And we're just going to be here kind of, you know, just sharing with you what we've experienced and, and what we've learned all over those years. But what we aren't is, is people who are going to come with all the answers to all your questions you know what we wish to do really is just evolve a conversation and create kind of a space where we can just talk really openly and freely about what's what's going on for us and what we see people dealing with out there in the world because what we see is there's a lot of kind of bullshit advice out there about do's and don'ts what you should and shouldn't say and how you should and shouldn't stand and what you should and shouldn't wear 
And what we've seen is that actually a lot of that stuff doesn't fucking matter. And it just causes a huge amount of confusion out there of guys just, and women, you know, like it's, this podcast isn't just for guys. We're going to kind of aim at guys because we're guys and we've had the experience of being guys. But actually, we've learned already that women listen to us, men listen to us, people listen to us and just get a lot from kind of hearing our journey and our experience. So, yeah, AJ. Uh, yeah, and um, the other thing as well that uh, really stands out for me is that we do we do hear a lot about how men aren't so expressive, uh, especially amongst themselves, and and I think that's uh, perhaps something that I've been very fortunate to have in my life is friends like David, and I've got a few other friends where we're able to share openly and just share how we feel and what's going on, and. So really, uh, just to tie this up here is that, you know, Dave and I, uh, our, our aim here is we want to be of service by sharing our mm. knowledge and experiences. And as Dave mentioned, uh, evolve a conversation about authenticity in dating and, you know, what it means uh, to us and, and what the benefits are. And, and, you know, helping men to have a better connection with themselves and their feelings and ultimately leading them to be more expressive in who they are and what they want, which in our experience, uh, leads to having beautiful relationships. So that's a little intro about us. Um, so we kind of, you know, we were talking a lot about what we want our first topic to be. And, you know, we kind of thought, actually, the first thing we want to talk about is that dating isn't just about dating. And mm. I know that sounds kind of crazy to say it is dating, it's not about dating, but actually we've come more and more over the time that we've been having these discussions to realise that actually... Like I said, dating isn't just about dating. Yeah, it's um, like in in terms of like the whole dating world, people get really stuck on just like what to do, how to do, uh, where to do. And then I think mm. they completely forget uh, the person that they are yeah. uh, and how much that contributes to, to dating. So in fact, uh, one of the things that came up um, just earlier today, uh, Dave and I were talking about a friend of ours who has recently got back into the dating game and you know just shooting back and forth about his experiences but by and large like i think dave you mentioned like you know what what's his lifestyle like you know what yeah. is he going out much and um and you know because really when it comes to to dating it's like your character who you are your person yeah that that's so much more so yeah what, what were you saying about that david so it's like we were talking and we we're like you know what is it what is you know, because people think about dating and they think about, okay, especially in this modern age, you've got like Tinder and all these online, Bumble and, you know, all these things, right? And, you know, people are meeting people through that. But there's that old school method, you know, that thing that people used to do, like your parents used to do, is like meet people in, in real person, <laughs> you know, without internet, <laughs> without their phones. They used to meet people and it's something that, you know, especially I, being kind of single right now, have really been exploring a lot in the, in the way, like since I've been back from like travels like a year ago in the last year, I've just been, I decided that I wasn't going to just mess around with any of the kind of online platforms. I just mm. didn't feel like it was true for me. It wasn't who I was to be kind of on my phone, swiping left and right and that kind of thing. And I just said, you know, I'm not really fussed about dating. If I meet people, that's cool. If I don't, I don't. You know, I've just got the things in my life I want to do. But what I started to see more and more was that I was still meeting people all the time, like weekly, on a weekly basis, all over the place mm. that I went, right? And, you know, like we were talking earlier, um, before we started recording, we were like, actually, your dating is, a huge part of your dating is about your friends. Mm. Like the people you know, the people you hang out with, and what they're like. 
You know, like if you're just sitting, if you're spending every Friday night or, you know, three nights a week, just going to the same pub, hanging out with the same five people, talking to the same three other people that are in the pub and then going home, you're probably not going to be meeting too many women, right? Or for, for the ladies, too many guys, right? No. You're going you're gonna to be talking to the same people again and again. And your weeks will just pass by and you're going to have the same thing go happening to you again and again, right? That's what we're saying in AJ. Yeah. And, um, well, do you want me to add to that? Uh, <laughs> no, so, um, but yeah, like, so friends, uh, friends are, are crucial and, and not just, uh, like with the, the lifestyle, but also with the kind of friends that you have. I, I really feel like if your friends are not supportive of, you know, you, um, and, and the, uh, the girls that you're talking to, then that can make things a lot harder. Like, uh, you've seen it so many times where, um, people are out together and, uh, they're like friends and stuff. And then one guy gets talking to a girl and then the other friend starts saying, oh, you know, I want to go it, home. Like, well, not even just that. Like they, they start like, um, what are they used to like uh, putting, putting the other person down, you know, like, oh, he's oh, not so cool. Yeah, 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 this yeah. and that. And, 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 you know, that can really have an impact, especially if, uh, you know, these are your friends that you're meeting on a regular basis. And, uh, and every time you go out and you want to talk to someone, that's how they are. Or, or, you know what, actually the, the probably the most uh, common one as well is, guys that you know who are all single and they don't actually uh, want to go and socialize uh, and talk to women yeah um, in fact i remember uh very early on uh when dave and i used to go out you know we there would be other guys and stuff and a lot of the guys would just hang around together and i know dave would always habitually just go off you're like you yeah. really just walk off go for a little wonder yeah, yeah, yeah and and you know it's something that i learned to do as well is that you have to break away uh, otherwise you end up in the vibe of those people and and i think that's the main thing here is what we're what we're trying to say is um when it comes to your friends and dating like the people that you're hanging around with are really going to have an effect on who you are and how you are because we kind of it's like an intermingling of energies and so when when you're frequenting people on a regular basis even even i was saying to david earlier uh, at work uh, you like the word frequenting? I like the word frequenting. Okay, yeah, he's making a face at me. Uh, <laughs> frequenting, yeah, when you're frequenting people. Um, but if, if um, yeah, if the people you're predominantly hanging around with, predominantly, predominantly. If hanging around with are, uh, you know, are, are not of um, the type to socialize and whatnot, then you yourself will not be so sociable. You'd really have to be, you know, have, have a much stronger vibe to yeah. break away from that. If that's what you're, it's kind of like a, a learned behavior. Yeah, yeah, it really, it kind of, you see how it's kind of that group mentality, isn't it? Like if you're mm. with some people and you're the lively person, you know, the talkative person is very lively. If you have like six people and everyone else is really quiet and shy and they just want to talk to each other and they're kind of hiding from the world or just observing what everyone else is doing and you start kind of going out there and being a bit, you know, talking to people you don't know, doing stupid things, they're going to pull you back in. They're going to be like, hey, 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 boy, mm. come back in. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? But even if they don't do it with their words, they do it with their energy, you know, the disapprovingness and, and so forth. So the people you're around, the energy that they bring to life will really make a huge difference to how you are. You know, actually, I, and I, on that point, what I said in the introduction, you know, with my two friends who, when I started to mm. break away from, from the herd yeah. uh, and wanted to create something new in my life, you know, their first reaction was to try and sit me down and say, hey, are you sure what you're doing is right? And, and on one hand, you see, they're not trying to, you know, it's not necessarily that they're trying to trap me or anything, but mm. it's more of a case of like, you know, it's coming from a place of kindness. But then if I had, if I had followed them uh, or if I had followed their advice, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. You yeah. know, I, I would have stayed in that mentality. 
um so so yeah it's a, it's a friends i think that's it's one that gets overlooked a lot is, yeah. is a friends the people you're spending your time with like mm. i see this with with people that i meet sometimes and like they tell me about their friend they're like oh you know things like actually to talk about myself actually like i'm sitting in this current reality really is like most of my friends have got girlfriends long-term girlfriends wives or wives and children right now this doesn't stop me from from meeting new people at all actually i go out with my friends and we we still do stuff you know like you know we were at this gallery thing the other night and we were just talking to some people you know talking to random people at the bar and around the place you know and it was cool it's like you can still be about that like about that kind of new people life you know even if your friends you can't just go oh my friends have got girlfriends and why they never want to go out so i'm just gonna kind of you know mm. sit at home and put my hands in my pockets or i'll go around to days and be sitting and watch tv it's like actually everyone wants to do things right so be as as gandhi said i remember i think it's a little card i had it's like be the change you want to see uh-huh. right so if you want this life of kind of being outgoing and having fun create that around the people that you know you spend your time with yeah uh, and actually it's a it's a good um segue on to uh the another important factor uh, which we find is, is lifestyle hobbies passions interests mm. um and you know, I know dave does like his art he likes his photography yeah. uh, he likes traveling as well mm. i'm also an avid traveler um i also like photography um and um i'm just but, better huh <laughs> you're just better at it <laughs> yeah uh, he thinks so so <laughs> But um, and and so having having passions, um, I know this is something that you were very hot on, Dave. What were I was you very passionate about passions. Yeah, you're yeah. passionate about passions, but mainly traveling as well. But like, what did you want to say about that? Um, for me, it's like I really got the a bit of a bug when you know people say, oh, you know, you go traveling for the first time and you get rid of a bit of a bug. And I, I don't think that's always the case for people. You know, it depends how you you travel. And I I kind of define there's holidays and there's traveling for me. Like if you go on holiday, you go to a hotel, you sit on a beach and you do fuck all for however long you're at the hotel for a week or two. Or, you know, people go and they do, yeah, that's that's a holiday to me, you know, because when I grew up, I remember going with my parents to like Jamaica and that's what my mum wanted to do. She just wanted to sit and do nothing, right? Or when we're going to Tenerife for a friend of mine and we just kind of, at a young age, were going to bars long before we should have been going. And that's that's a holiday. Like my first proper trip, I kind of booked this tour and we traveled through Russia, Mongolia and China. And it was like, this is the first time I'd left the country without, you know, like a family member or a friend. I went on an organized tour, of including 12 other random people I don't know. And for me, that, that was like some traveling, you know, I was going to foreign lands I had no idea about or what it would be like. And it was adventure. It was adventurous to me. And from then on, I've always just loved to explore new places and explore new people and their cultures and what they're about. Um, and what would you say, like, what would you say that's done for your dating? Man, it's, God, it's done everything, you know? Like, you know, in my travels, I've met some great people as well. You know, I've met some great women when I've traveled. Um, like, it's been, and I've had some great experiences. But also what it gives me is I, I've had, the, I feel like it's built a huge confidence and the ability to kind of talk to people I don't mm. know and don't even have anything in common with. Like, I, I remember having conversations in Russia. I remember being on this train, the Trans-Siberian train, if any of you have been on it. And on the train and the woman that was running the food car, really tall, slim Russian woman, um, looked just like olive oil, if you ever remember watching Popeye. Um, And she kind of had broken English. And we managed to have conversation after conversation about, I don't even remember what, right? About random things that were going on on the train. But, you know, her English wasn't very good. I spoke about 10 words of Russian. 
But I was made to communicate with someone and have fun with someone. And we don't even share a language, really, you know. So you kind of take that into your day-to-day life when you come back and you're not, you know, on your travels. But also when you're on your travels, you're constantly meeting people. You're just constantly meeting new people. You're saying hello. You're having that first conversation that you have with people, that first two minutes of getting to know people again and again and again. So for me, it just it's, I think it's meant that if you put me in a room for the people I don't know, I know I've got something to say. I've got something to say to anybody, right? Because I've traveled all over the place. You know, my go-to thing is I probably talk about a lot of my own travel stories. Or if I meet someone from a country that if I hear an accent, you know, I'm, I'm instantly like, hey, where are you from? Because I'm actually interested. Not I'm like, oh, where are you from? You know, because I'm just making up words and trying to find something to say but you know if I hear someone then I hear say maybe a Spanish accent I'm thinking oh are they Spanish or are they South American and I just see this just enabled me to my own kind of ability to have conversation and also it's because it's something I'm passionate about mm. yeah I mean so traveling is definitely something that's um uh, like enhances anyone's uh dating life I'd say because it just makes you more able to relate to different people yeah. and the experiences, the stories that just naturally unfold from traveling, from going to different places. Um, but also, I mean, other than, than traveling, there's also, uh, there are other hobbies. <laughs> there are yeah, other yeah, hobbies. Yeah, yeah. Guys, you don't have to, you know, if you can't afford to travel and like see amazing yeah. places. There are other it's hobbies. It's not as expensive as yeah. you think it is. But, but the thing is as well, I mean, I think you get a sense from it, um, from the way David just talk, talked about his um, travels is the passion that comes from traveling or any uh, any activity that you do that you're passionate about uh, and this is something that was um you know something that became really obvious to us uh you know when we used to coach guys uh, and they would struggle with talking and really what it was was they were afraid to discuss what their passions were yeah you know and because when when like some people are like oh you shouldn't talk about chess you know but if you're passionate about chess and then why not talk about chess like yeah. and of course all right you like people go but that's geeky or that's this is um, people won't be interested mm. um but you know the, the funny thing is is like when you're passionate you speak in a way that people are interested and you know lo and behold you'll probably find yourself a girl that likes chess exactly <laughs> yeah and that's a, this is one of the keys of uh, being authentic is really being real with who you are and what you like as opposed to trying to be someone for everyone so for david he loves traveling um amongst other things um but um but yeah i think that's the main thing really about the having the hobbies is and and having things that you're passionate about is that your life isn't just about work uh, mm. and and then so when people say you know what do you do outside of work you're just like uh, watch tv yeah I watch netflix like yeah. you know we've i feel like we've moved into this this weird universe now and i think i it couldn't really hit me because i was away for kind of two years because I came back and everyone was watching Netflix all the time. And you go into, you know, I started working. People would be like, yeah, yeah, I spent the whole night. Oh, yeah, I smashed through that series last night. And I think, you spent the whole night watching TV. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, nothing wrong, nothing bad if you want to do that, right? But I like to do, I like to, you know, I do like watching Netflix. But I don't spend every evening of my week watching Netflix. Mm. Like, I like to do a varied amount of things. And, and one of the things that we haven't even really said here, we're saying, we talk about passion. But actually, if you go out and do things, like... You know, like I, like I like yoga. Like I got into it about a year or so ago. But actually you meet loads of people doing it as well. Because you go there and you're like, mm. you know, you go there weekly or you do your thing, you meet people and you're meeting people again. And, oh, you know, if there's people, there's men, there's women, you know? Like even if, you know, I, I used to love going to the gym. It's not something I do so much these days. But again, I met people when I was there. I used to have conversations with people. We used to have a laugh and joke and stuff like that. So it's 
it's all in the kind of aid of doing things you're passionate about because you're also going to meet loads of people there right mm. who could easily just become good friends of yours yeah. because you share interests yeah i haven't mentioned much about mine but like one of the things that i do which is a bit out there is um free running or some people call it parkour yeah. uh and again you go there and there's it's a group it's a group activity you naturally meet people you naturally make friends with people who are also interested uh and and that is um i think that's one of the keys really when you have hobbies uh and and see what this brings to your dating is it gives you stuff to talk about it gives you character it gives you personality uh, it makes you unique and interesting. Yeah, and also it just means that, you know, you're living in what you love. You're doing what you love as well. Like we, It's not to be um, overlooked, you know, doing the things that you love doing. Because a lot of people spend their time, you know, going to work or, you know, having to look after family or travelling in and out of work, but doing things they don't really love doing. So, you know, really, really what we're saying here is spend some of your week doing what you really love doing. Yeah, and again, Dave, a very good segue into another key point. Uh, Boom, I'm on fire today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, attitude. Um, that's what really uh, stands out to me here. Is um, and again, it's something you were you were um, mentioning earlier about people's attitude. The way they do one thing is a way to do everything, mm. uh, and it's definitely something we've seen um, in in dating and how people approach dating, but also you know how they approach socializing in general, or how yeah. they approach doing their work, and how they approach life. I think you just want to be, and I know some people say, you know, we, there's introverts, there's extroverts. And I'd say that, you know, I, I actually have it for myself that I'm quite an introvert naturally. You know, I grew up, you know, quite quite child, really. Um, my mother would tell you stories of, you know, I barely spoke for like the first eight years of my life. I didn't really speak very much. They're really concerned about me. Mm. Um, and it's only really kind of got into my teens and I kind of grew into myself, you know, as I say, as a man. But I feel like... I can quite happily be in a room with people and not really say anything sometimes. You know, mm. you've, you've seen me in the, that way where, but then there's other times I feel like, you know, I want to get involved. But the attitude you really want to be bringing to your life, really, with life is get involved. Mm. You know, like, That's I always be given an analogy about football, right? And I know AJ loves football so much. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you go, to, you go to a football game, right? And there's 60,000 people watching the football game, right? If you go to a nice stadium like the Emirates, you know, wonderful stadium down there. Um, I've actually been there to that one. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's nice though, The one it? football game I've ever been to is <laughs> at the Emirates. I'm a, um, I'm a faux Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> he has some faux things he does. We'll get into this. We'll get into this. Yeah. So, um, you know, you go to the game, there's 60,000 people watching, right? And there's 60,000 60, of them have opinions and and thoughts and feelings about what the 22 people on the pitch are doing. But you know the difference between the 22 and the 60,000? Those 22 people, they're in the game. Mm. They're playing the game. Yeah. They've got, they are doing shit in the game. I wonder where right? you were going with this, but yes. You like this yeah, one? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the Very game, good, you know. Yeah. They're, in, they're playing the game. They're involved. And, you know, if you're... You know, even if you're like an after work drinks, right? You're at after work drinks and you're all standing around and you're watching some guy who's talking to some girls and you're like, oh, look at that guy. Oh, I keep talking to some girls. He must think he's some, some person, blah, blah, blah. You're just another observer. Stop observing in your life and get involved in your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. So um, a couple more points, actually, that um, that we thought was important. And this, this one, I mean... When, when we consider this one, um, David was like, nah, really? And I was like, nah, man, I've heard some stories. So, mm. so um, dating isn't just about dating. It's also about health and hygiene. Yeah. 
and and uh, and surprisingly, and, and actually, I, for any female listeners, probably um, would be more aware of this than the male listeners. But um, but yeah, there's you know I've heard numerous stories from uh, even even my uh, my current girlfriend. She's told me some stories of some of her exes that I, that I won't go into. I think it's a bit too gross. But but um, but yeah, like simple you know simple things about health and about hygiene. So you know looking after yourself, clean cleanliness, cleanliness, uh, cleanliness, smelling nice. I think I'm trying to simplify here without having yeah, to go yeah, into too yeah, much yeah. detail. But I think you get the idea. It's like but actually looking after yourself and your own presentation um it makes a big impact a big impact because that's your again that's it's your expression mm. um it's it's who you are and it's what you're saying to the world so if you're if you're uh, you know if you're happy to go out without you know washing and and using deodorant uh then you know don't be surprised if people are offended by your smell <laughs> and if if uh, people are running away from you so um that's definitely one thing and then on the health side it's like taking care of yourself um whether it's going to the gym or i personally i don't really go to the gym that often or as often as i should because i'm i'm doing this sport parkour and and it keeps me very fit but it it it, like we were discussing this about climbers earlier in terms of like how when we went climbing last time i i noticed how a lot of the regular goers they're they're so relaxed and chilled and and i really just get a sense of what it is to be active when you're active and you're doing stuff like you know dave says he doesn't go gym anymore but you do yoga and you play football from time to time yeah so i'm like yoga football running yeah as well and you know i go to do a parkour class and you, with, and you just yeah yeah yeah. Well. yeah and you just feel confident in your body you know and it's it, you give off a different vibe so when you take care of yourself you give off a different vibe and, and that's really important so um i think the the final one dave and is uh we're talking about clothing and we mm. thought it was a bit of a tricky one because we yeah. can't really give advice on how to dress yeah. but you know i was thinking about it's an again it's an expression of who someone is and and that you should feel comfortable in, in what you're wearing yeah i feel like you know so we're out here and we're expressing who we are to the world like if you say you know here sometimes you know you say don't judge a book by its cover but mm. you know i wish i wish it was the truth actually i don't really wish it's the truth because it it's kind of goes two ways right it's this is your expression of who you are to the world and you, it's something you completely have control of, right? In terms of how you look. If you walk out your house looking like a slob, like you just, you know, your clothes are dirty and you're ill-kept and things like that, then, you know, people are going to react to you in that way, basically, mm. you know? They're going to react to you as, as that sort of person, unless you're bringing some sort of really incredible energy to the world when you're stepping out <laughs> looking like this. Possible. You know, people are going to, yeah, people mm. are going to relate to you as possibly being you know, some sort of, like, think you're homeless even. Like, you know, it could get... It's not a bad thing, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's that one story, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, how you dress, make it an expression of who you are, you mm-hmm. know. I, yeah, go on, go on, you can say. Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, if that's it, um, we'll wrap it up there. And, um, but the in conclusion... Um, so in conclusion, what are we saying here? Uh, dating isn't just about dating. Dating's about, it's, it's a lot, you know, there's a lot of your dating success will come from your lifestyle, um, how you spend your time, what you do with your time and who you hang around with. Um, from, from my point of view and my experiences, it just, you know, gives me, it gives me character. It gives me personality. It gives me something to actually talk about when people ask me about myself. I, I have things to say. If um, if I had no interest, if I never read any books, if I never did anything, then 
uh, I, what, you know, there would be nothing. I'd be like a vacuous, uh, you know, nothing to say. And, I, you know, and then there's a run the risk of just asking the other person a whole bunch of questions and mm. never knowing anything about anything, never, never being worldly, never having an opinion on anything either. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's really important that um, you live your life uh, and you take you seize your life and you, you, you make the most of it. Um, because when you go out and you meet a, a woman or your preferred sexual partner, that you're able to build a connection off of your passions and what you love and you actually attract someone that is someone that you'd like to spend time with. Yeah. Yeah. How, what, anything you want to say, Dave, to close this off? Yeah, I just feel like, you know, what you do with yourself is it's a huge reflection to the world of who you are. But also, if you're doing things that, if you're following your heart and you're following your passions, then you're just going to feel better about yourself. Mm. You know, you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more loving. You're going to feel more connected with who you are than if you spend every night, you know, you go home and sit and watch Netflix. Like there's nothing, <laughs> like we say it again, I said that again, didn't I, about Netflix. I got nothing against Netflix. I've got a subscription. I'm glad you said that. And I'm a big yes, fan of soon. some of the shows. We'll give any recommendations later. Um, but, you know, do varying things, you know. It's, a, it's an expression of who you are. Um, to the world and I really recommend that you you know we're probably going to go into some of these points a bit more like later on in the in the series but yeah just be out there so that's it that's our first episode thank you so much for listening and please subscribe if you've enjoyed um, yeah so you know go and subscribe iTunes Spotify it's going to be all over those the regular podcast places and yeah if you've if you've really loved it and you know someone who you feel like what we've said has really helped help them and what they're dealing with in their, their life or their dating life, you know, share it with them, friends, family, on your, wherever. Just, you know, give it to people who you think is really going to help. Yeah, we're, we're planning to be very prolific with the content here. We've got a lot to say. You can mm. probably tell we've got a lot to share. Uh, this is just the beginning. So um, really do. And, and actually, we really want to hear back from you. If you have any questions, please get in touch. You can find us on Instagram or on Facebook at uh, Authentic Dating Series, or by going to our website at www.authenticdatingseries.com. And yeah, so yeah, if you've got any questions, or you know, if you just want to hit us up and ask us something, or something you feel like you'd really love to hear our opinion about, yeah, hit us up on the, the channels that Ahmad just told you. And thank you again for being here.